السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي اللهم اهد قلبي وسدد لساني واسلل سخيمه قلبي امين يا رب العالمين verses 229 to 233 page number 40 at فَإِمْسَاكٌ بِمَعْرُوفٍ أَوْ تَسْرِيحٌ بِإِحْسَانٍ وَلَا يَحِلُّ لَكُمْ أَنْ تَأْخُذُوا مِمَّا آتَيْتُمُوهُنَّ شَيْئًا إِلَّا أَنْ يَخَافَ أَلَّا يقيم حدود الله فإن خفتم ألا يقيم حدود الله فلا جناح عليهما فيما افتدت به تلك حدود الله فلا تعتدوها ومن يتعد حدود الله فأولئك هم الظالمون فإن طلقها فلا تحل له من بعد حتى تنكح زوجا غيره فَإِن طَلَّقَهَا فَلَا جُنَاحَ عَلَيْهِمَا أَن يَتَرَاجَعَا إِن ظَنَّا أَن يُقِيمَا حُدُودَ اللَّهِ وَتِلْكَ حُدُودُ اللَّهِ يُبَيِّنُهَا لِقَوْمٍ يَعْلَمُونَ وَإِذَا طَلَّقْتُمْ النِّسَاءَ فَبَلَغْنَ أَجَلَهُنَّ فَأَمْسِكُوهُنَّ بِمَعْرُوفٍ أَوْ سَرِّحُوهُنَّ بِمَعْرُوفٍ وَلَا تُمْسِكُوهُنَّ ضِرَارًا لِتَعْتَدُوا وَمَنْ يفعل ذلك فقد ظلم نفسه ولا تتخذوا آيات الله خزوا واذكروا نعمة الله عليكم وما أنزل عليكم من الكتاب والحكمة يعظكم به واتقوا الله واعلموا أن الله بكل شيء عليم وإذا طلقتم النساء فبلغنا 
اجلہن فلا تعضلوہن ان ينكحن ازواجہن اذا تراضوا بينهم بالمعروف ذلك يعظ به من كان منكم يؤمن بالله واليوم الآخر ذلكم أزكى لكم وأطهر والله يعلم وأنتم لا تعلمون والوالدات يرضعن أولادهن حولين كاملين لمن أراد أن يتم الرضاعة وعلى المولود له رزقهن وكسوتهن بالمعروف لا تكلف نفس إلا وسعها لا تضار والدة بولدها ولا مولود له بولده وعلى الوارث مثل ذلك فإن أراد فصالا عن تراض منهما وتشاور فلا جناح عليهما وإن أردتم أن تسترضعوا أولادكم فلا جناح عليكم إذا سلمتم ما آتيتم بالمعروف واتقوا الله واعلموا أن الله بما تعملون بصير الطلاق مرتان طلاق divorce is two times what does it mean by this earlier we learned that when a husband would say talaq to his wife when he's initiating the divorce and he says talaq to his wife there is a waiting time of three menstrual cycles correct now what happened a man said to his wife I'm never gonna divorce you fully and I'm never gonna let you live with me in peace she's like what do you mean he said I'm gonna divorce you and then as soon as your idda is going to be over I'm gonna take you back I'm gonna cancel the divorce alright how much is the idda How much is the waiting period? Three menstrual cycles. So as soon as your third period is going to come, I'm going to take you back. I'm going to cancel the divorce. And then I'm going to do this again. I'm going to do this again. I'm going to do this again. I'm going to keep torturing you. Literally he said that. Some men are like that. So mean. Anyway, this woman went to Aisha radiallahu anha. And she told her about what her husband had said. And Aisha radiallahu anha was quiet. She was so shaken up, she was quiet. She waited for the Prophet ﷺ to come. When he came, she told him about this situation. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed these verses. That, الطَّلَاقُ مَرَّتَانِ You have two chances. Two chances. مَرَّتَانِ means مَرَّ بَعْدَ مَرَّ 
Alright? Meaning, you go through one episode of divorce, in the sense that a husband gives divorce to his wife, and then what happens? She has to wait for three menstrual cycles. In that time, he cancels the divorce, he says, bad idea. Next year, the same story is repeated. So now what? Repeat the story every year? And make her life miserable? No. You have only two chances. Third time you say divorce, your marriage is finished. You cannot be with her at all. Three strikes and you're out. So, at-talaqu maratan. Now, for the first and the second divorce, فَإِمْسَاكُمْ بِمَعْرُوفِ A husband has to make up his mind. Either he should retain her in a recognized way, أَوْ تَسْرِيحٌ بِإِحْسَانٌ Or he should release her in an excellent way. Imsak from Mim Sin Kaf means to keep something, not let it go. And Ma'roof, Ain Rafa, Ma'roof is something that's well known, that's recognized, that's considered acceptable. You know, Aqlan meaning it makes sense. Religiously, it's okay. Culturally, it's okay. So, Imsakum bi Ma'roof, keep her the way you should keep a wife. Stay together the way you're supposed to stay together. As a marriage is supposed to be. Not that all day and night you're bickering and you're arguing, you're insulting and you're fighting. That's not ma'roof. فَإِمْسَاكُمْ أَوْ تَسْرِيحٌ بِإِحْسَانٌ Or, if you think it's not gonna work, then let the wife go, send her away. Meaning, after the three menstrual cycles, you didn't cancel the divorce, you didn't take her back. So now, she's going. And how is she gonna go? بِإِحْسَانٌ In an excellent way. What does this mean? Be ihsan. Don't kick her out of the house. Don't chase her out of the house with insults. No. In a respectful manner, in a decent manner, with kind words, kind treatment. And ihsan also includes a parting gift. What does that mean? When a husband initiates the divorce, and the divorce is reaching its completion, hmm? Meaning the idda is coming to an end. And he decides that he's gonna go with the divorce. Finished. He's gonna send her. He has to send her with what? With a parting gift. Meaning something of value. Whatever he can afford. Why? Because he initiated the divorce. Alright? Then, wala yahillu lakum. And it's not permissible for you, O men, anta khudu, that you take Mimma from what atayitumuhunna you gave them shayan anything. At the time of marriage, at the time of nikah, a husband is supposed to give a mahr to the wife. Correct? What is the mahr? Bridal gift that the husband gives to the wife. The wife is not supposed to give something to the husband. You understand? I mean, if she does, that's her choice. Religiously, though, a nikah is not complete. If a husband does not give something to the wife. Hmm? And what happens in many cultures? What happens in many cultures? The wife has to bring a whole lot of money, a whole lot of stuff, and so much. I mean, just last weekend, somebody was telling me about somebody considering marriage, but what happened is that the guy's family said that the girl has to bring 200,000 of their currency. An amount of 200,000. Only then they will agree to marry. Otherwise they won't. I was like, what? 2017? Really? The guy's family was demanding. So they didn't go through with that marriage. But anyway, I'm glad they didn't. But the point is 
that the husband is supposed to give something at the time of marriage, correct? Now, let's say a husband gave to his wife at the time of marriage a diamond ring, a whole lot of gold, let's say also bought her a car, gave her some money, and now what happens two years later, he's like, I can't live with her. She makes me too anxious, I can't perform good at work, I'm just not happy in this relationship, I need to get out of this. So now he decides, okay, he's going to divorce her, he said talaq to her, and then the waiting period is over, and now he's like, I gave her this car. Now she's going to go with my car. But I gave it to her. This was a mahar. And the jewelry was also her mahar. Now, I want to marry somebody else, and I'm going to have to give her something. What am I going to give her? I got nothing. So he demands from her, you have to leave the jewelry here. You can't take it because I gave it to you. Or he says, you have to leave the car. You cannot take the car. You cannot take the money because I gave it to you. Allah says, لَا يَحِلُّ لَكُمْ It's not allowed for you to take back anything that you gave them. Shay and anything at all. Not a ring, not a dollar, not a car, nothing. You cannot take anything back. You have to let her take it. In fact, you have to send her with ihsan. You have to give her something extra, additional. So if you gave her $5,000 at the time of marriage as mahar, I'll give her another 1000 Because you're divorcing her. So you have to give her something. Be careful, man. Be careful, guys. Alright? And girls. I mean, be very serious with marriage. Divorce is not a game. Go ahead. We'll get there. And that's exactly the next part of the ayah. إِلَّا The only case where the man can take back something that he gave her is in the case where they both fear Allah yuqima hudud Allah that they cannot establish the limits set by Allah. Meaning, the husband and the wife fear, they know that they cannot continue with this marriage. They know that they cannot continue with this marriage. And this is hinting towards the wife initiating the divorce. Okay? So, فَإِنْ خِفْتُمْ أَلَّا يُقِيمَ حُدُودَ اللَّهِ So if you also, O Muslims, the family, the judge, you also know that this marriage cannot continue, they're not good for each other, they're not giving their rights and responsibilities, then فَلَا جُنَاحَ عَلَيْهِمَا There is no blame on them. فِي مَفْتَدَتْ بِهِ In regards to whatever she ransoms herself with. Meaning, if she, meaning the woman, gives something back to her husband, okay, in order to end the marriage, can he take that something? Yes, he can. Will the marriage end? Yes, it will. Let's understand this with an example. Okay? There is a man at the time of the Prophet ﷺ, Sabit bin Qais. He got married. And when he got married, he gave his wife a garden as mahar. People are so cheap these days. Right? Sabit bin Qais gave a garden to his wife. Anyway, what happened? She didn't like him. She said to the Prophet ﷺ, she said to the Prophet ﷺ, I have no problem with this man's religion. Islamically, he's a good guy. In his manners, he's a good guy. I don't have any problem with him. I just don't like him. And I can't be with him. And I'm afraid. I'm scared that if I'm not in a marriage the way I should be, I'm disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, because if you don't like someone, you can't sit with them. Right? 
You feel like uncomfortable even when they come and touch you, when they shake hands with you. I mean, a husband and wife are supposed to be so close to each other. They're supposed to be libas for each other. She said, I can't bear him. And there are some descriptions which I don't want to mention here that she gave of Thabit bin Qais, referring to the specific things that she didn't like about him. And it was a legitimate reason for ending the marriage. So the Prophet ﷺ asked her that, would you be willing to return the garden that he gave you? And she said, yeah, sure. He gave it to me. I don't like him. I don't want him. He gave it to me. I don't want to be in this marriage. He can take it back. I want out. And so the garden was returned to Thabit bin Qais and the marriage was ended. So this is when the woman initiates divorce. You know, recently I met somebody and they mentioned something which really hit me. They said, it takes a tsunami and a half for a woman to initiate divorce. For a woman to end her marriage. I'm not saying that every marriage is like that, but this was this person's observation. That a woman will not end a marriage just like that. No, she's got a lot to lose. She's got her children's father to lose. She knows that her children will be affected. And then she knows that what the consequences of that will be. It's not easy. And for men to remarry is very easy in our culture. Right? But for women to remarry, a woman with children to remarry, it's like next to impossible, unfortunately. But it's a reality. It's a sad reality. So a woman, when she is initiating divorce... Because the husband gave her something at the time of marriage, she has to return it then. Alright? Now what if it's not a garden and if it was a lot of money and she used it all up? Let's say he gave her $5,000 and she used, she spent it all. Then what? Then whatever the judge is going to decide, you know, it's going to be mutually agreed upon and that amount will be given. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, تِلْكَ حُدُودُ اللَّهِ those are the limits set by Allah. فَلَا تَعْتَدُوهَا So do not transgress them. These rules of divorce, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you. These are limits that you must observe. Now one thing before we continue. That if any woman, the Prophet ﷺ said, that if any woman asks her husband for divorce, meaning she initiates divorce, she wants the marriage to end, without some strong reason. There is no valid reason. It's not justified then the fragrance of paradise will be forbidden to her. The fragrance of paradise will be forbidden to her. What does this mean? Can a woman initiate divorce? She can, but there better be a good reason. Right? There better be a good reason. And what this means is that you try... You know, there's a book by Laura Doyle, and the name of the book is The Surrendered Wife. Okay? When I first saw the book, I'm like, oh, Muslim? Laura Doyle? And it's actually not a Muslim. She's not a Muslim. And the name of the book is The Surrendered Wife. Basically, the book is about that you decide if you want to make your marriage work. Is your husband worth living with? Okay? Is he worth living with? Make that decision. If there is abuse, get out. If there is a lot of irresponsibility, get out. If this guy is not getting his own life together, get out. And if, if you want to give this a try, you want to make this marriage work, then, you know, she gives different ideas or different suggestions that a woman can incorporate in order to make her marriage work. So the thing is that once you decide that you want to make your marriage work, you give it your best. And if you realize that this is not going anywhere, then the option of getting out of the marriage 
is there and it's permissible. We're learning about divorce. Divorce is a legal part of our religion. It's a part of our religion. It's not evil. Okay? It's not evil. There is a famous statement that is typically quoted, which is that أَبْغَضُ الْحَلَالِ إِلَى اللَّهِ الطَّلَاقِ The most disliked of all lawful things to Allah is divorce. This is not a hadith. Halal, whatever Allah has allowed, He likes it. He does not dislike any halal. You understand? So if marriage is not working out for two people, should they live in that misery? Is this till death do us apart? This is not an Islamic concept. Till death do us apart is not an Islamic concept. This is something that we have taken from other traditions and incorporated within our cultures. Divorce is an option. It's a way out that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated for His servants. When marriage is not working out. And when is a marriage not working out? An example we see here, the wife of Sabit bin Qais, she did not like her husband. So if a woman is in such a marriage, she thought she could get along with the guy, but then from the first day she's like, no, I don't like him at all. I don't. The way he speaks, the way he talks, the way he treats me, whatever, I cannot live with this guy. Then instead of arguing every day and destroying your good deeds, what's better? What's better? Get out of that relationship. The option to end a marriage is available. But remember also that every disagreement and every fight does not mean this is over. Do you ever fight with your friends? You do, right? So you fight with your spouse also. That also happens. It's normal. But every fight does not mean this is over. Right? No. Give it a try. But if you see that it's really not working out, then the option of leaving the marriage is also available. وَمَن يَتَعَدَّ حُدُودَ اللَّهِ فَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الظَّالِمُونَ Whoever transgresses the limits of Allah, then those people are wrongdoers. Now, فَإِن طَلَّقَهَا If he divorces her. Remember earlier we learned there are two chances to cancel divorce. And that would be the revocable divorce. Okay? Now if the third time a husband divorces his wife, what does that mean? He was angry, he said talaq to his wife, waiting period, canceled divorce. Next year, he was angry, gave talaq in the waiting period, again canceled the divorce. Now, he's on thin ice. He better be careful, he better control his tongue, no matter how angry he is. Because if he divorces her a third time, فَلَا تَحِلُّ لَهُ مِن بَعْدُ Now, she's no longer lawful to him. It's over. If he says talaq to her the third time, now what? She's going to go, she's going to leave him, and now he can never marry her. He can never even go and say, I would like to marry you. After like five years, he cannot even go to her and say, I would like to marry you again. Can we do nikah? I'll give you mahar, etc. That cannot happen. She is haram forever. You understand? Hatta until tankiha zawjan ghayra. Unless she marries another husband. What does that mean? What does that mean? Let's take a story. Okay? Let's make up a story. Majid. Uh, Uncle Majid, right? Married Maria. Okay? They got married. They were in love. Everything was good. One day, Majid got really angry. And he just said, talaq. Okay? Maria was in her idda. 
within those three menstrual cycles, she was in the house. And then two weeks later, Majid said, sorry, I canceled the divorce. Okay? What happened the following year? Same story. And now what happened? In the third year, Majid said talaq again, now for the third time. Pay attention. Okay? Majid said talaq for the third time. Now what? Maria leaves him forever. If Majid wants to remarry her, can he? No. A new marriage contract? No, it's not possible. What happens? Maria decides to marry. Give me a name quickly. Mahir. Okay? She decides to marry Mahir. Maria married Mahir. And what happened? Maria and Mahir didn't get along either. Okay? It's okay. Maria is not evil. Okay? She just keeps making a mistake. Right? She just keeps picking the wrong guys. Anyway, Maria marries Mahir. And then two years later, they end up in a divorce. Okay? So now Maria is single again. Majid finds out. <laughs> Maria is single again. So he says, would you please marry me? She says, yes. You understand what's happening? Now eliminate the drama, okay? So the thing is, if a husband gives a third divorce to his wife, it's final, which means they cannot marry again. Unless, coincidentally, it so happens that the woman marries somebody else, and then that marriage also comes to an end, okay? And then, okay, she can marry the first guy. I mean, you might say, oh my God, ew, this is so horrible. It happens. Okay? It happens. Now, back to the verses. فَإِن طَلَّقَهَا فَلَا جُنَاحَ عَلَيْهِمَا There is no sin on them. <clears throat> if they two return to each other, meaning if they marry each other, in If they think أَن يُقِيمَ حُدُودَ اللَّهِ That they can really establish the limits of Allah. They can really live responsibly as a husband and wife. Only then they should think of getting back together. Otherwise, don't get back together and repeat the same soap opera again. Hmm? Don't do that. وَتِلْكَ حُدُودُ اللَّهِ And those are the limits set by Allah. يُبَيِّنُهَا He makes them clear. لِقَوْمِ يَعْلَمُونَ For people who know. So learn about these matters so that your life is easy. You can follow them correctly. Now, one thing I would like to make clear is, some people what they do is, some people, they give divorce three times at once. Where they will say, talaq, talaq, talaq. Hmm? He says, talaq, 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 three times at once. How many divorces is that? One. You can say it a million times. It's one. Okay? Because, at-talaq marratan, and the third divorce, what does it mean? After a divorce is a waiting period. Then, if there's a second divorce, again there is a waiting period. And then, again, if there's a third divorce, then the marriage is finished. Now what happened is that at the time of the Prophet ﷺ, a man did this. He said to his wife, talaq, talaq, talaq. Okay? And the Prophet ﷺ stood up. He was sitting at the time. He stood up. He was so angry and he said, is the book of Allah being played with while I'm still among you? Are you playing with the book of Allah? Are you playing with the commands that Allah has given you? This is serious. Don't make a joke out of this. Divorce is a serious matter. So 
remember that if a person, if a man pronounces the word divorce a million times even, it will be counted as one divorce. Now we learned that at the time of Umar radiallahu anhu, Umar radiallahu anhu, what he did is, that people were doing this a lot. A man would get angry with his wife, talaq, talaq, talaq. Talaq, talaq, talaq. Right? All at once. So Umar radiallahu anhu made a law that if a man does say talaq, talaq, talaq three times to his wife, he would consider it as a final divorce. Alright? But this was to teach people a lesson. Alright? This was to teach people a lesson. So if a man did that in the time of Umar anhu, then he could not cancel the divorce with his wife. They were parted forever. Okay? Alright. One more thing quickly. Some people what they do is that they divorce a man, for example, divorces his wife three times over, let's say, three different divorces. And then what happens? He realizes it was a bad idea, mistake, and he wants to get back with his wife. So what they'll do is they'll find somebody to just do a contract, a paperwork nikah. Meaning that they'll just on paper, the woman will marry somebody. Alright? She'll sign the papers that she's marrying somebody. And then what will happen is that immediately after that, she will end the marriage. The marriage is finished. He gives divorce to her. And so now she can marry her former husband. It's wrong. This is playing with the law. Now what happened is that a man came to Ibn Umar radiallahu anhu and he gave him this scenario. He gave him this scenario that a man divorced his wife three times and then, you know, the woman married somebody and then, you know, he divorced her right away so that she could marry her first husband. Ibn Umar radiallahu anhu said that we would consider this fornication in the time of the Prophet Adultery, marital relations outside of marriage. Uh, he said, this is not marriage. He didn't consider this. Another scholar said that such a person should be punished. Okay, so you don't make it happen. If it happens coincidentally, that's a different situation. Alright? Next verse, وَإِذَا طَلَّقْتُمُ النِّسَاءِ When you divorce the women, فَبَلَغْنَ أَجَلَهُنَّ And then they have nearly reached the end of their term. Now this is the first and the second divorce. Okay, the first and the second divorce, the revocable one. If the waiting period is coming to an end, the husband is told, make up your mind quickly. فَأَمْسِكُوهُنَّ بِمَعْرُوفِ أَوْ سَرِّحُوهُنَّ بِمَعْرُوفِ Either keep them in a good way or send them away in a good way. وَلَا تُمْسِكُوهُنَّ And do not keep them ضِرَارًا In order to harm them. Don't keep them so that you can harm them. ضِرَار is to cause harm to someone. Some people what they do is, they will say to the woman, a man would say to the woman, I'm not going to divorce you. I'm just going to keep torturing you and keep harming you and keep depriving you, etc. And you are going to have to give me back that diamond and that car and that money. You understand? Because if a husband initiates the divorce, he cannot take anything back. If the wife initiates the divorce, she has to return the mahar. Remember? She has to return the mahar. So some men will not initiate divorce because then they have to let the mahar go. Like, you know what? Doesn't bother me. You can stay here. Right? I'm never gonna be good to you. I'm gonna keep harming you until you're gonna want to leave and then you're gonna have to give everything back to me. This is real. It happens. Allah says, لَا تُمْسِكُهُنَّ ضِرَارًا لِتَعْتَدُوا Don't keep them so that you can harm them in order that you transgress, you commit injustice. وَمَنْ يَفْعَلْ ذَلِكْ And whoever does that, فَقَدْ ظَلَمَ نَفْسَهِ Look at the verse. Whoever does this, then he 
is committing injustice against himself. Remember, when you harm someone, you actually harm yourself. When you abuse someone, in reality, you abuse yourself. وَلَا تَتَّخِذُوا آيَاتِ اللَّهِ هُزُوَا Do not take the verses of Allah in mockery. Meaning, do not make a mockery of them. That you pick and choose, and you use them to abuse other people. And if you think about it, the laws of marriage and divorce are really misused by people. Don't do that. وَذْكُرُوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ عَلَيْكُمْ And remember the favor of Allah on you. Which favor? All the favors that He has blessed you with. Why are you being so mean to someone? Has Allah deprived you? He's given you so much. Remember Allah's blessings. Be a positive person. وَمَا أَنزَلَ عَلَيْكُمْ مِنَ الْكِتَابِ And also remember the book that He has revealed to you. وَالْحِكْمَةِ And the wisdom that He has sent to you in the form of the messenger. يَعِذُكُمْ بِهِ He admonishes you with it. So what are we reminded over here? That the laws of divorce are a blessing. The laws of divorce are what? What are they? A blessing. And a blessing should not be used to harm people. Understand? A blessing should not be used to harm people. So don't do that. Wattaqullah. Fear Allah. Wa'lamu anna Allaha bikulli shay'in alim. And you should know that Allah is ever knowing about every single thing. What people forget in times of marriage and divorce is that there's a Lord who's watching them. And there's a Lord who they have to return to and answer to. This is why so many injustices happen. How many of you have heard horror divorce stories? Horror divorce stories. You have, right? Maybe you have witnessed them. Maybe you've experienced it. Unfortunately, it's the book of Allah which is used to torture people. So we should not do that. A blessing should not be used to harm someone. And we should all remember that Allah knows whatever we are doing. Because sometimes a person portrays themselves as a victim. Where the husband says, Oh, my wife does not respect me at all. She doesn't treat me well at all. What can I do? I have to divorce her. Or the wife acts like she's a victim. Whereas the story is much deeper. So you could prove to the world that you're a victim, but Allah knows really who is the victim. So be true to yourself and be true to Allah.